At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey, it's Dan Leach. Be sure to check out my podcast, the Detroit CityCast, presented by Bet Rivers. We dive into the betting angle for all the Detroit teams and the Michigan Wolverines and Michigan State Spartans as well. If you're from Detroit or a fan of any of the Detroit or college teams in the Michigan area and want to become a sharper better, this is the podcast for you. So please subscribe, follow, and listen to the Detroit CityCast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Denver City Cast with Holden Kushner, presented by Bet Rivers. It is the Denver City Cast, Holden Kushner, and the keg, the kegmeister, the kegger, keg RPS at keg RPS on the Twitter machine. Uh, keg, it's always wonderful to hear your beautiful voice as we tape this and preview the Sunday games, including the Broncos and the Chargers. We'll also talk about the Rams, Packers, Vikings, Niners, Pats, Titans, Bucks, Colts. But as we tape this, it is late, late, late Wednesday night, right before Thanksgiving. What is going on in the Kegger household right now? First of all, what's going on, my friend? Always great to be with you. You're one of my favorite people. And right now in the Keg household, I mean, there, there are pumpkin pies being made. <sighs> There, there are uh, stream bean casseroles being made. It, it's, 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 it's a mess. It's crazy right now. It sounds delicious, though. Like, it just sounds delicious. What are you making, ham and pasta? <sighs> no, uh, we got monogot we're going to make, and um, obviously turkey stuffing. 
you know, the whole nine, the whole nine. It. Absolutely love it. Well, let's get you back to the kitchen. So we'll start with these games. <laughs> I didn't know you were so domesticated, Keg. I had no idea you were so domesticated. Some some would say I should stay away from the kitchen. Yeah. But but you know, yeah. Don't listen to those people. So we had a Chargers Broncos line that was at one and a half a couple of days ago. And as we tape this on Wednesday, it's sitting here. Chargers minus two and a half on the road. Uh, the line also three to a couple other places. Bet Rivers, as a matter of fact is one of the few places that has it at three points right now. So that's interesting. This, to me, is another one of these games. We don't like the Chargers to win big at all. Uh, they, they never are fun to bet on. They're never fun to back. They're never fun to go against. These two teams last year, they played, what was it, a three-point game and a one-point game. They know each other very well. The Broncos are coming off the bye. I mean, this is – a Keg – to me, this is a tough game to handicap, and it's also a game where I might go look at the bands again, where one team wins one to six points of plus money, and the other team could win from one to six points plus money. I think it's going to be ugly. I think it's going to be close. And I want to know from you how to attack this thing, how you're going to attack this thing. Yeah, I don't really disagree with you. As a matter of fact, if you've been betting the bands one to six on each side, uh, in in most Chargers games this year, you're you're probably making money, right? Mm -hmm. So I mean, yeah, last week the Chargers offense looked about as good as it's looked really all year. I would have been more impressed had the offense played that well well against an elite defense. But you know, the Steelers just don't have uh, an elite defense. But regardless, the Chargers were firing almost 550 yards of total offense in that game. They averaged almost eight yards per play, which is pretty crazy. However, defensively, I thought they struggled. Now, I, I, I've seen a, a ton of talk about how that was an epic collapse by the Chargers last week. But when you analyzed what happened in that game, I thought it was slightly fluky. They had a pump block that was taken to the two-yard line. That ends up being an easy score for Pittsburgh. And then the Chargers' next possession, uh, there was an interception on a ball that was deflected like 20 yards straight up in the air. And somebody on Pittsburgh came down with it deep in the Chargers' territory. So I, I thought it was a, a little bit more fluky than I heard the general public think it was. So if we're being fair, I thought the Chargers should have won that pretty easily. But with all that said, they, they have struggled at times defensively this season, and they struggled defensively at, at times last week. So, But a win's a win. I think the team is going to end up finishing around 500. I think they're 6-4 and four now, maybe a game better. As far as the Broncos, they had the bye last week. But the last two weeks we saw them, they looked like completely different teams from week to week. They killed one of the better teams in the league and looked really impressive offensively in that game against Dallas. And then the following week, they looked awful against the state, uh, the Eagles. So and I'm not an Eagles believer, so I, I don't think they're very good, but I, I've respected the money that's poured in on them from Vegas, especially from the syndicates every week on the Eagles. So the people in the marketplace that matter love the Eagles in that game against Denver, and I, I guess it paid off for them. Uh, the only thing I will say is it, it seems the pass defense for Denver 
is probably the best part of that defense. And we know the Chargers will probably be more pass-heavy on Sunday, which might help this Broncos defense. But I wouldn't want to see this Chargers offense when your defensive unit is capable looking as bad as it did uh, the week before the bye. So as far as the spread, my power rating has the Chargers at about minus three in this game. Keep in mind that the Chargers are one of the teams I can't get right for the life of me this year, probably the only team. But at two and a half, I have a slight lean to the Chargers because of my power rating, but I don't see an edge enough to bet it right now. I see some threes out there even. So if you can get at a two and a half, I think I think that I have a slight lean to the Chargers. But as far as the total, regardless if the Chargers team who's coming into Denver this week is capable of putting up a crooked number or not, this Broncos team is a dead nut under. The total this week, which is 48 and a half, the Broncos have gone under 48 and a half in nine of 10 games this year. So I'll take my chances that that trend continues. I think the play in this game is the under, no matter how explosive that the Chargers can be at times. I, I have a heavy lean to the under 48 and a half because the Broncos just don't get over 48 and a half this year. So I'll lean under. I bet it at, uh, at Bed Rivers when it was at 48 and a half. There yeah. you go. I, I, I was right there with you. I absolutely love that play. And again, it just goes back to the Broncos continuously playing under, under, under. And the Chargers offense really being, it's, it's confusing, isn't it? Because you see Herbert just throwing for you know, 275 yards and a half, and he looks great in the second half. They come out and they get completely shut down. I mean, that might be the story of the NFL. Yeah. But yeah, the Broncos defense, especially at home against the Chargers offense that you know, these two are, teams are familiar with each other, too. And it's the, the only way this thing goes over is that the Broncos offense explodes. Do you I, see the Broncos offense exploding? No. Not me really. No. Yeah, I agree with all that. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it just doesn't make sense to me to go really anywhere else than the, the total under and then the bands. If there's something else I dig up before the end of the week, that's fine. But you and I are actually on the same page on this one, and I like that. I like that a lot. Um, so the other games that we wanted to get into as well, let's talk Rams and Packers here. Uh, there's a big hullabaloo on, on, the in, on, on the Twitter machine about Aaron Rodgers' toe. It was disgusting. I'm not a foot person when it comes to men. I'm just going to throw that out there right now. It's gross. I don't need to see it, uh, especially when I'm thinking about delicious Thanksgiving food. But You've got the Rams and the Packers, and obviously Aaron Rodgers is not close to 100%. He's in a ton of pain. That being said, he can still produce in a ton of pain. Then there's the Rams. You know, the Rams on the road, I always feel comfortable with them at home. I don't feel as comfortable with them on the road. Robert Woods, we still really don't know the fallout from that. Like, how important of a piece is he? I think we'll find out a lot more about the Rams this week. So it's the Rams minus one. I've got the Rams plus one at some places. I got the Rams minus one right now. I've got the total sitting at 47. What do you got on this game, Kegger? Yeah, I agree with all that. The last couple of weeks for this Rams team have not been good at all. Two weeks ago, 
The Titans dropped 28 on the road against the Rams team, yet they only had 194 yards of offense on three and a half yards of play. So if I told you that that's what the Titans' production would be two weeks ago, you would have said that there's no way that the Rams lose that game, yet they lost the game handily. And last week, the Rams were outplayed in every facet of the game from soup to nuts. I think that they look like they're playing their games on a different planet right now. The offensive line has allowed seven sacks the last two weeks. They can't keep Stafford upright. Receivers are dropping balls all over the field. So I don't think that Stafford is in a good place right now with the problems they're having on the offensive line, with the fact that there there have been a ton of drop passes the last three weeks. And um, yet here they sit, seven and three through 10 weeks coming into this game off back-to-back poor performances. So the question for this team is, was this just a two-game skid that sometimes good teams deal with? Or is there something broken on this team right now? I tend to think it's the latter. The offense looks so out of sync right now. And like you just brought up, I think the loss of Woods really hurts this team. The offensive line hasn't looked good in a month. And defensively, this team has been disappointing. Now, when when I say disappointing, I mean from their preseason expectation. They still have a top 15 defense in the league right now. But considering the personnel on the field, they should be much better than what we've seen so far. On the flip side, the Packers who I said last week on our Rum Pure Sports Show, I think they're the best team in the NFC right now. Saying that, I also gave out the Vikings plus two and a half last week because I thought the Packers were due for a letdown. And there was no better time for that to happen against a team that Rodgers struggles with uh, whenever he plays them on the road and a team that isn't as high in the marketplace as they should have been in Minnesota. So I thought that was the game the Packers would drop, and I expect them to get right back on track this week at home against the Rams. The main reason I'll be on the Packers this week is their defense. If you only judge this team and their defense by last week, you might think otherwise, but if you judge them on the whole, they've looked phenomenal this year, and the analytics back that up. So when you combine that with how much of a juggernaut the Packers offense is at home, it's going to be 32 degrees. It's going to be 20 with the wind chill. I don't see how I can get away from the Packers this week. Now, it doesn't make me feel great that in order for me to cash that ticket, the Rams are going to have to drop three games in a row. But I have this line Packers minus one on a neutral which puts them as a four-point home favorite. It's a no-brainer play based off my power rating. I'm, I'm going to have to be on the Packers plus one. As far as the total, 47.5 seems a little high to me. But I missed the best of the number already by a full point. It was 48.5. So I can't bet the under now. Although in retrospect, I probably should have hopped on that under at open. But I'm going to be on the Packers plus one here. I like them a lot. It's interesting, too, because Sean McVay said he expects Beckham to play a bigger role this week. 
And, and those are some props I think I'll be looking for when they drop. You know, we're sitting here on Wednesday. I've not seen any Odell Beckham props yet, but it will be interesting to see how involved he is. You know, do, does, do the books end up inflating his receptions number? You know, should it be three and a half? Should it be four and a half? Where should the yards be sitting in the 40s, the 50s, the 60s? So this is me not really telling you a bet right now, but that is something I'll be looking at as the week goes on. Because we discussed Robert Woods, Keg. You got to think that Odell Beckham, now he's had a game and a bye week, he should be able to play a role in this game. Yeah, I don't, I don't disagree with that. I think that uh, as the weeks go by, the more that he learns this playbook, obviously his role will get bigger. And, you know, for all his antics, as long as he's healthy, he's still a really talented wide receiver. So I do think that he's going to end up filling the void somewhat that Robert Woods leaves. Is it going to be this week? I'm not sure, but I definitely expect to see him more on the field than I did last week, for sure. All right, Vikings-Niners, our next game. Vikings plus three at Bet Rivers. The total here is 48 and a half. I don't know what to make of the Vikings, to be perfectly honest with you, from a betting side of things. Um, without, with the exception of this, I don't like betting Kirk Cousins on Kirk Cousins unless it's a one o'clock game. There really is something to this. The guy is Superman when he plays one o'clock games, when he plays later in the games, and that's one o'clock Eastern games. So 11 o'clock here out in Denver, but in these four o'clock Eastern games and the night games and the primetime games, he's just not good. It's wild to me. And then on the other side, you got the Niners. And we're still waiting on word of Elijah Mitchell. He really is a big cog in that offense because we saw Jeff Wilson really struggle and that run game really struggle with him. So we got a total of 48 and a half. Um, It's a Niners team that wants to run. It's a Vikings team that I think if they had, if, if everything was working their way, that they would just run Dalvin Cook 25 times. So the total of 48 and a half, 49 is interesting to me. The side is not one I really like too much. Um, But I do kind of have a lean toward the under in this one, Keg. Am I right or wrong on that one? Yeah, I mean, to be honest, man, I like this Minnesota team a, a lot this year, mostly because they have been so undervalued in the marketplace this season. Now, you can make the argument that if they keep winning, they won't be undervalued anymore and the public will eventually hop on this team. But this Vikings team, they've won three out of the last five, uh, two of which were against playoff teams this year. And the two games that they lost in that five-game stretch was by a combined seven points against the Ravens and Cowboys, who we assume are going to be in the playoffs. They have a top 10 defense analytically. And while they're just outside the top 10 offensively, Kirk Cousins has had those stretches this season where he's looked really good in part because Jefferson is such a stud. um, And obviously Dalvin Cook back in the fold, healthy, ripping it up. So I've been saying this all year. The Vikings are playing better than their record. They're not a 500 team this year. They're, they're playing much better football than that. But here we go again. This week, they play a 49ers team that's been surging the last couple weeks. Now, it's hard to gauge last week for the Niners because they played the Jaguars, who are so bad this year. 
Um, but they did exactly what they should do. They beat up on a bad team. But the Niners, for whatever reason under Shanahan, they are a much better football team on the road than they are at home, right? I mean, they can't get out of their own way when they play a game at home. This season, they're one in four win-loss. They're one in four against the spread at home. And it's the reverse on the road. And this was a problem for Shanahan last, last season as well. Does that concern me? Yes, because the Vikings are capable of winning this football game, even though the Niners have probably had their best two game back-to-backs this year. So, but I'm going to buck that horrific home trend for the Niners. I have the Niners about two points better than the Vikings on a neutral. That puts this line somewhere between four, four and a half as a uh, home favorite. And for me, the biggest reason why I have to buck the home trend is the pressure that the 49ers front seven is going to put on Kirk Cousins. There should be people flying around that backfield all game long. And Kirk has had his problems with pressure. So if you combine that with the fact that the Vikings are coming in off that huge win against the Packers and the public is probably going to start backing this team now much more each week, you know, it, it makes me feel like the spot is San Fran in that minus two and a half minus three range. As far as the total, I completely agree with you. I like the under here. Both teams are capable of playing very slow when they want to. And it's hard for me to see with the pace that these teams play with that they get to 50 points, unless the Vikings really shoot out in this game, which I just don't see happening because of the pressure that San Fran's going to bring. So I like the under and lean the Niners minus the points. Ooh, let's get to our next game. I like this one too. Titans, Patriots, Vrabel going back to New England again. Uh, you got Mac Jones just playing out of his mind right now as one of the great game managers. You know what this reminds me of, Keg, in, in all honesty? And I'm not saying Mac Jones is going to be Tom Brady. This is just what Belichick did when he won his first Super Bowl. He had a terrific defense. He had a good running game. And he had a great game manager. Brady was a great game manager from the get-go. Mac Jones is a great game manager. How do I back a team with a game manager uh, at minus seven? And by the way, have you seen this line? I mean, we got it. We got it seven at Bent Rivers. We got it five and a half at places. It is just all over the place, man. The total's 44. The total's 44 and a half. I, I got it 44 and a half at Bent Rivers right now. It is, it's absolutely wild where this thing is. I know we wanted to talk about some of the good games. Um, this is a complete stay away spot for me on the Patriots side, if anything. I would back the Titans, but the problem is how am I backing the Titans now without Derrick Henry? They just don't have a running game. Ugly game here, Keg. For me, it's a complete pass. You don't have to spend much time on it if you don't want to because, uh, to me, Titans, Patriots, I crossed it off. Do you have something for us? I mean, I could talk about the game, but I'm not, I'm not betting this game. And I think the part of the inconsistency in this line is it, no Henry – the look-ahead line was three and a half last week. Mm-hmm. Oh, Henry looks like Julio. It, it obviously is yeah. no right, and it, and they're not even sure that AJ Brown is going to be able to play. And and they, right now, I heard it's like 40, uh, 60, 40 that he will not play. 
So it's it's very hard to back the Titans when when they have no weapons. And on the flip side, I'm not looking to back the the Patriots on a during a five game win streak when now they're going to lay a touchdown with what you just said is they basically have the definition of a game manager right now behind center. It's a total stay away spot. I I completely agree. Yeah, there's no reason to mess with that. We had to find five games this week, and we did. And then the last one's going to be Bucks and Colts. And this is the, this is an interesting one because now you got what Brady on a short week. That's fine. You've got the Colts who've been playing better football uh, as a whole. I would say since that awful start from Carson Wentz when he was completely banged up. But it's not like I'm that sold on this Colts offense if the Buccaneers can figure out a way to slow down Jonathan Taylor. So basically. It's the Bucks against Jonathan Taylor. If Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor's not scored five touchdowns again, but if a guy gets, you know, 125 yards and a couple touchdowns, and you could tell me that going into this game, then I'll back the Colts at plus three. Uh, the Buccaneers minus three here, 52 and a half, 53 is the total. My question here, I mean, are the Colts going to be able to put enough points up for this total to get to 52 and a half? I, I just, I, I don't know if that happens. I don't see that happening, Keg. I'll tell you, man, we're, we're uh, simpatico this week. Yeah. I'll be quick here. This game comes down to one thing really for me. Are the Bucks going to do what they do every first half and shoot out on the Colts? They're the best uh, first half team in the league. If they do that, I think the Colts are in trouble because the last thing you want to see if you're back in the Colts is the Colts down 17 nothing or 20-3 because then you need Wentz to save you and come from behind. Now, the Colts have success when they're able to let Jonathan Taylor really start to cook. Mm-hmm. And if the Colts can play their game, they're a very good offense, right? But when they are down, they have issues. And who has, like I just said, who's better in the first half of games than Tampa Bay? So that, that's concerning if you're looking to take the three with the Colts. For me, I'm going to avoid the side in this game. And what I don't mind here is the Bucks' first half team total um, over 13 and a half because they, they always seem to get there. Brady always gets them out hot. But also, I kind of like the under 52 because I'm just not sure if if this game goes the way that I think it's going to go and the Bucks shoot out, I, I think that spells a lot of trouble for the Colts offense. And I'm not sure that the Colts are going to be able to do their part offensively to push this game up and over a total that's 52 and change. So I, I got I lean full game under, but the play I like the most is Tampa Bay's first half team total over 13 and a half they get there every week i'm with you pal that, that that's a great call right there and i actually like their team total over there and i like the game under i just don't see how the colts it, i i don't know how they do it i don't know how the colts i don't know how jonathan taylor goes out and scores a pair of touchdowns next week and 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 then on top of that they score another touch couple of touchdowns it just right. it, it doesn't register to me keg yeah i i'm i'm, I'm in complete agreement all right, pal. Uh, wonderful here. Go plug your stuff, plug your, plug your site, plug your Twitter, plug everything there, and then go have a great Thanksgiving. 
And then uh, you and me will be hanging out on Sunday afternoon together. So let's hear it, Keg. Uh, yeah, I host a live betting show every Monday, Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday on the Rum Pure Bets YouTube channel. Everybody could uh, check us out there. Sunday, I'll be live. Holden's going to come and hang out for a little bit. We'll look for the in-game angles to get everybody paid. You can follow me at KegRPS on Twitter, and you can follow all our picks and all our content at uh, rumpurebets.com. I hope everybody has a wonderful Thanksgiving. If you're listening to this after Thanksgiving, I hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Make sure you give me a follow on Twitter at Holden Radio. And once again, thank you very much for hanging out with me and Keg here on the Denver CityCast presented by Bet Rivers. Being a homer has its perks at Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Every day, Bet Rivers offers a special hometown discount on parlays involving local teams. To get your hometown discount, just open the Bet Rivers Sportsbook app and check the daily specials to place your bet on a unique parlay with hometown teams and players. Then root, root, root for the home team and win together. Bet today on the Bet Rivers Sportsbook app or go to betrivers.com. Must be 21 and located in Colorado. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 522 4700. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.